0: Hey, this is the Growth Podcast with your hosts, Ben and Brendan. This episode, we'll be talking about personal CRM, or the software that launched a thousand friendships. I remember I was like scrolling through my phone when I lived in Charleston over 10 years ago. I was there for an internship. And I remember just scrolling through my phone and like looking at my contacts and being like, hmm, who can I reach out to? Whenever I felt a resonance with someone, I would just dial the number and call them. And I think I got a lot of pleasure out of like the nostalgia of just talking to people that I knew. But I I slowly began to realize that people really enjoyed getting phone calls from people they know. Oh, cool. And so I think that's sort of where my idea for the personal CRM sort of started.
1: And for our listeners who aren't as familiar with CRM, so CRM stands for Customer Relationship Management. And it's typically used to refer to a class of software uh, used by businesses to keep track of all the different potential customers or right. current customers that they're actively engaging with, uh, which is important if if you know you need to like track when to contact people to try to get them to say sign a deal or monitoring communications with a long-time you know multi-year client to make sure they're getting the attention and services that they require. I think Ben, when you're saying. A personal CRM, that's kind of the concept of having some personal system or software to track everyone in your life mm. and make sure that you're able to keep in touch with all of them. Because sometimes over a lifetimes we encounter thousands of people and we might lose a lot of connections that we might not want to lose. So a personal CRM can be one way for people to develop additional quality relationships as they progress in life.
0: Right. The way I like to think about it is... Personal CRM or personal customer relationship management is sort of like a systematic way of having organic and lovely interactions with people you know. You can use it for utility, like if you need to network with people and you can do things for them and they can do things for you. Hmm. Or you can use it to just like keep in touch with your distant family members or friends, people you've known throughout your life. So it started with just going through my phone and then being the programmer that I was, I decided to write some code to uh, automate the process. And so it was very simple. It was just like, I had some text file that kept track of who I wanted to contact, how often I want to contact them, usually in days, and then when the last time I contacted them was. And then there were a few ways of interacting with this quote unquote database, which is basically just a text file, figuring out who I should contact next. And then when I contacted them, I would tell this program that I contacted them and then it would update the date that I last contacted them. Yeah, it was super simple. That was sort of like the second version of my personal CRM. The third one was I used this software called Airtable, which is sort of like a way of managing data. So you can have like different entities, like people and businesses, or and then you can sort of connect them in different ways and aggregate the data or sort it or whatever. And it just helps you organize your data. So this was already basically in this format already where I had each person and their contact date and the frequency. And so it was pretty easy to move it into that. And then uh, later I moved into Notion, which is a note-taking software, but it also has a lot of cool automated features like tables and stuff like that.
1: Cool. Uh, How do you feel the system has benefited you?
0: Just like in our episode on the past and future self, I feel like a lot of this is just like pleasure from nostalgia. So just like talking to people I know is really warm and fuzzy. And also I found that contacting people from my past, sometimes you discover new things that you had never expected, like, like they'll introduce you to some new activity that you wouldn't have expected. Or sometimes people change over time and then they become even more fun to be around. I've definitely found that reconnecting and keeping in contact with people is like a super easy way to keep providing joy in your life.
1: So you mentioned getting back in touch with, say, old friends or acquaintances. You're kind of mm. using this, the original list that you had, and also these subsequent systems kind of for like, almost like reaching back out to friends, particularly those that you hadn't talked to in a while. So I'm just curious, how many people do you have you had in your various personal CRMs?
0: Yeah, I think I've talked to some other people who do something like this, and they have like hundreds of thousands of people. Holy moly. But they use it more for like a business slash personal database. But for me, I, I think I have about 200 people on my list. And I would guess probably more than half are people that I don't talk to frequently but are people that I still think are interesting to talk to. Some of them, like I said before, are uh, like distant family members who maybe I sometimes forget about because we don't see each other very Mm -hmm. often. But I want to make sure that we still have a semi close relationship as family members or people who have known you since you were a child. I think they're like a different kind of relationship than people who met you as an adult. Mm -hmm.
1: Wow, that's great. I mean, (laughs) that makes my personal crm look very small by comparison i think i have like yeah i think i have like across friends and family maybe like 15 to 20 individuals but oh yeah actually i just use a personal crm mostly not so much for like reaching out to like long lost contacts but more for remembering to stay in regular contact with friends yeah like for example remembering to like contact my grandparents every few weeks or yeah with, with some friends that I've been, like, you know, maybe maybe you meet them at some point in life, right? But they're living in a different place or it's not one of the friends that I have regular Google Calendar meetups with, right? So I don't like just like automatically talk with them every week or few weeks. right um, Then they go into my personal CRM. I actually just use my to-do app for my personal CRM. So I use Todoist and I just have, yeah, I have like a social project. And then under that, I have like a friend's project. I have a family project, for example. And I just put people as their own individual tasks with the recurring due date of, of how how often I want to stay in touch with them. Like, for example, mm. you know, repeat every year or something. So then every once in a while, that person will just pop up on the tasks I have for the week. And then if I reach out to them, I'll check the task off and it will just recur at some point in the future, or I'll just adjust the date if I'm a little busy that week.
0: Something I was thinking about was, I think some people might try to use like Google Calendar or something like that to do this. But I think there's an important distinction between like having a list versus having a specific date scheduled in some ways. Or like, I guess in your case, it's easy for you to defer talking to someone until later. I guess I'm just thinking that there have been times in my life where I didn't really want to talk to anybody for days. (laughs) Like I've been in a slump or maybe I've just been really busy. Mm -hmm. And so like, I think some important feature or attribute of my system to myself is that I don't penalize myself. I don't make myself feel bad if I don't reach out to people. I just sort of look at the list again and then I just grab the person on top of the list. I think it's sort of like looking at Twitter versus like looking at your RSS feeds because I know some people... They feel overwhelmed. And by some people, I mean myself (laughs) when they don't read all of the uh, items on their RSS feed. But then like if you're looking at something like Twitter or Facebook or something, you're just sort of like scrolling through a snapshot of that time and you don't worry too much about it's not it's not a to do list or it's not like a um, it's not something that you have to complete. It's just something that's available when you want it. And I think this kind of like mentality is really important for this kind of project. No one's going to notice if you don't reach out to them every two weeks. In fact, they might notice if you do it on clockwork, reach out to them every two weeks. Some people, it's like every, like I talk to them once a year. Right. And then I've noticed that like, oh, I don't want to like talk to them on the same day, send an email on the same day. <laughs> exactly. Because you can like see like the previous like email on the thread and it's like, this was sent like 365 days ago. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> so, Yeah. Uh- that's so uh, funny. What were you going to say?
1: <laughs> oh, no, I was going to say, you know, maybe they need an approximate date feature <laughs> for like personal yeah, CRM yeah. software, you know, like have a, you know, about a, a two months, you know, give or take right, you know a right. few days or something. That'd be pretty funny, actually.
0: Well, that's actually what I had in the code that I wrote. It would have, it would give a little bit of like random jigger, like plus or minus 20%. Oh, wow. That's incredible. I think. And then it would sort them all by the most overdue person. But uh, it's brilliant. But it's way less work to just use a software solution that already exists, like Airtable or Notion or Excel, even. That's one of the big reasons why I moved over to using an existing hosted solution like Airtable originally, because it was just like, I don't want to have to deal with maintaining this software.
1: Yeah. And I think earlier, so you mentioned, I think one of the benefits of this personal CRM systems is like the time or like the reminder, like kind of like the nudge aspect of it, where you're getting back in touch with people. I think you also, I'm not sure, did you mention sort of the benefit is like improving the relationship with someone?
0: No. Yeah, no, I didn't mention that. But that's a really good point, though. I don't have a good sense of like, what all the factors are that go into having a positive impression of someone in your life. But I feel like one of them is like, is this someone who thinks about me? Is this someone who reaches out to me who makes me feel special? I feel like there's like a lot of small heuristics you can use, you can depend on to remember if someone's good or bad in your life. Uh-huh. Like I said, it's sort of like a systematic way of being a really nice guy, right? Or a really nice person, right? <laughs> It's like you could have these organic interactions, but you're actually just depending on software to remind you. And I think that's like kind of the beauty of the modern world in a lot of ways. All this software can help us have really amazing organic interactions.
1: Yeah, exactly. I think like a really good personal CRM would have a couple of additional elements. Um, And I don't think either of us are doing this, but like Mm. uh, for one thing, what I would really want to do is like, and I think this is something I can do by checking Facebook regularly, but like just like sending a message to to friends on their birthday right? I think that can be thoughtful mm-hmm. Also things like giving a gift out of the blue. those things are like different than like staying like then getting back in touch with a person, but there's still small actions you could take to kind of
0: yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: improve that relationship.
0: That actually reminds me of um, a new recurring task I recently added to my schedule, which was to uh, send compliments to my landlord. What? <laughs> on a regular basis. Because I feel like if you want them to like you, then if you can show your appreciation to them, I feel like they'll view you as someone who's like on their side and not as like that annoying tenant who always is asking for things. Huh. Um, this is something I, I'm sort of experimenting with this idea, but so far, so so good. I feel like my landlord has really appreciated it. I was going to say also, like, there's so much room for improvement on this because I know like Microsoft has one that hooks into. Yep all of their like Windows domain enterprise software. And I'm sure other companies have them for like customers. Yeah. If someone was dedicated enough, they could probably write one that hooks into like Gmail and Facebook and, Mm -hmm. you know, SMS and can sort of like do all the work for you. And then remind you using notifications instead of using your to-do list or using whatever i'm using
1: yeah like i think a lot of things that crms regularly do could really enhance this like for example going through existing communications channels that people have you can even see how often um you like regularly connect with someone one feature of crms is like you can take notes (laughs) about the person so like details Mm, about them in your next talk you can say hey
0: oh i do that i do that yeah
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's great. Is and that's not part of your personal CRM system, right? Is that just part of your note system, or is it related to the CRM?
0: So, for some of my closest friends, like you, we we have like a dedicated, like shared conversation queue of topics, right? Right. But um. Right. But I do like for my brother. Don't tell my brother. Mm-hmm. But I've been keeping track of whenever I hear him talk about something he wants, then I write it down as like a potential birthday.
1: Oh yeah, I, I do that. I do that for friends as well.
0: So, yeah, it has so many purposes like that. Or if like you forget, if you want to like remember, I don't know, your friend's partner or spouse's name, you can like kind of add that. And so, right. you know, you can kind of like right. bring up context. Again, it, it feels from one perspective, it feels very cold and calculated. But actually, like if you're the recipient of someone's affection like this, it feels really good. When I like reach out to people, I don't just say like, hey, how are you doing? I'm like, hey, this is what's going on in my life. And I try to like tailor it to like, you know, this person that I. Yeah. I, I like or love, and it, there's no there's no automated message. It's all like something I type out on the fly because the whole point is to have interactions. And if I'm just like right. having a robot write it, then it's like, what is? <laughs> what am I really getting out of it?
1: Yeah, that kind of reminds me. I, I did receive a holiday card, a virtual holiday card from a, from a former coworker recently, and I thought that was really thoughtful as well. You know, it makes you think of them again. It's kind of reinforcing that connection. And that goes back to one of the things I was going to mention. So it's interesting. You kind of are using this personal CRM kind of like for a few hundred individuals, kind of like we'll call them maybe like close and also more distant friends. Like that's kind of like the audience. Right. Um, and I would say I'm using this more for like close friends and immediate family. And I think one other audience that we haven't discussed directly, but like kind of was was related to your landlord example was just like, I mean, I think this in general is just really useful for like networking or like broader utility beyond like a personal friend group. Right, right. Like I think there's this personal benefit as well, right? right? Like that, why is my former coworker, Sending me this card, probably because there's, (laughs) you know, the the motivation might be friendship, but it might also just be like keeping in touch in case there's like a useful professional connection there in the future. Right. Right. And I think that, yeah, this is really helpful for those types of scenarios. Another thing that CRMs are used for is actually acquiring and and tracking potential leads, right? (laughs) Or like, I guess in personal speak, like trying to keep track of individuals that you're interested in speaking with um, or people you're interested in befriending. I think this can have like pretty significant professional utility as well. Like I really should be doing this, like people that I've talked with at like conferences in the past or people I bumped into as part of various like groups I'm in, those sorts of connections that could be strengthened if I chatted with them or even just like reached out occasionally. So I think I really need to build that up. yeah, but I think that's like an enormous potential benefit.
0: Thanks for listening. All the tools and research we mentioned in this episode can be found in the show notes. If you use any of the personal CRM tools, don't feel bad about reaching out to people only when you're feeling social and talking to no one when you're not. The beautiful intro music to this episode was created by Olivia Orlovska. This relaxing melody is by Neighborhood Vandal. Links to both of these songs can be found in the show notes.